Thank you for tuning into the Northfield Podcast Network. We pray that this audio resource will bless you and encourage you this week. If you'd like more information about the Northfield Podcast Network, go to facebook.com slash the Northfield Podcast Network. Blessings. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I cover a bombshell expose, an undercover report. At least it should be a bombshell. It should be plastered across all of the mainstream media. It should be headline news that three Pfizer scientists admitted to an undercover reporter in a video that natural immunity is likely better than the COVID-19 vaccinations. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's rebellion. The story for the day has been broken by the Epic Times. Other conservative outlets are probably covering it too, but I'm guessing you haven't heard about this if you don't take the time to go to an alternative source of news, such as the Epic Times, The Blaze, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Mark Levin, somebody like that. If you're not going to those sources of news and information, then this thing may not even hit your radar. And that should be the key moral to this story. I'm going to cover for you in this story what the Epic Times says about these Pfizer scientists admitting on a video that natural immunity is likely better than the COVID-19 vaccinations. They're admitting it. They're on video saying it. Now, there used to be a day, do you remember the good old days, where you could probably trust the media to actually share this story with you in the nightly news on ABC or NBC or CBS? It would have been covered because it's important. It's important that this information be discussed. This is how we come to conclusions as a free people. We share information with one another, and then we're smart enough to vet that information, to weigh the various different claims against one another, do our research, listen, use our brains, think logically and coherently, and then draw conclusions and then live our lives accordingly. Do you remember the good old days when that happened? Well, no longer. No longer because the intelligentsia, the elites, the smart folks who are 23 years old with blue hair and nose rings sitting in some back room at Facebook and Twitter are fact-checking you and the information that you can consume, and they're deciding that this story is not worthy. That should bother you. I said in my national bestseller that's titled, This is Not a Daycare, The Devastating Consequences of Abandoning Truth as the subtitle. 
that when you abandon truth as a culture, when there no longer is such a thing as truth with a capital T, when all truth is is a construct of those that are in power, it's a construct of the opinions of the masses, of the gang, the rule of the gang. I said that when you lose truth as the judge of the debate, there's nothing left other than political power. And 50% plus one will rule the day. And if they decide that up is down and down is up, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter, that good is evil and evil is good, then it shall be declared so. And that we will live in in an Orwellian country or a Marxist country much like the Soviet Union or Red China or Castro's Cuba or Chavez's uh, Venezuela, or the list goes on, we will live in a country like Robespierre's France in the 1700s, where it doesn't matter what's true any longer. What matters is that you bow to the gang, that you bow to the rage mob. You pay homage to those who tell you what to think. And if you don't, they'll have your head. And even if you do bow, they still may have your head as an example to all watching that you should have bowed more quickly. Is this an exaggeration? Am I employing hyperbole right now? In my opening comments, you decide. I'm going to share this story. This story, and the headline again is, the Epic Times says this, Pfizer scientists in undercover videos say natural immunity is likely better than COVID-19 vaccinations. And the moral to today's broadcast is, Truth matters. Truth with a capital T matters. And if we abandon truth as the measuring rod outside of things being measured, you cannot do any measuring any longer because it all is a matter of power and opinions. And whoever happens to have the bully pulpit, the political clout at this time is going to crush all dissent. Not just in political debates, what used to be considered political anyway. You know, things like how we're going to spend our money in terms of our national budget. Uh, How to solve the problem of poverty. How to educate our schools and get enough money, excuse me, our students and get enough money into the schools so that we can provide a good education that teaches them how to count, how to write, how to use proper pronouns, how to communicate effectively. What science really is, biology is a fact, it's not a fabrication. You know, the good old days when we used to do those types of things. You know, just five minutes ago in terms of the course of human history. But oh no, today it's all about propaganda and indoctrination. The truth doesn't matter any longer because they told us long ago, a decade or two or three, they said truth is nothing but a construct of political power. And now that they have that power, now that they have the White House, now that they have the Congress, now that they have the Senate, they're going to prove they meant it because they won't even allow you to get the accurate information on a vaccine, on medicine, on health care. Truth be damned, they don't care. Truth doesn't really exist, after all you know. Truth is just what we decide it will be. 
And we're not even going to allow you to read stuff that challenges us. That's where we are, folks. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. The story is Pfizer scientists in undercover video say natural immunity is likely better than COVID-19 vaccination. Now, don't you think the media would care about this story? Don't you think that if three leading Pfizer scientists actually said that to an undercover reporter, that this should be plastered across the top of every newspaper in the country, from the New York Times to the Washington Post to the L.A. Times on down? Don't you think? I mean, this is an important thing. They've been telling us that the pandemic is a big deal. They've been telling us that we're killing one another if we don't pay attention to the science, right? They've been accusing those that have been... uh, oh, let's just say nonchalant about COVID-19 and the pandemic and the uh, possibility that you might be an asymptomatic carrier of the disease. They've been accusing those that fall into that category as being guilty of involuntary manslaughter, essentially. They've called us murderers, and we don't care. We're not good Christians. We don't care about our neighbor. So if there's new information out there about um, this whole thing, the whole pandemic, COVID-19, the virus— and how you can be, uh, is natural immunity a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is the vaccine better than natural immunity? Is it not? I mean, you would think that any level-headed Democrat, independent, progressive, conservative, Republican, constitutionalist, put whatever label you want on that, you would think people would care, right? Well, here's the article. It says this, a trio of scientists at Pfizer were recorded speaking to undercover reporters about the existence of natural immunity to the virus that causes COVID-19, with one saying employees had been told not to discuss this publicly. Natural immunity refers to the protection people enjoy against the COVID-19 virus. Here's what one of the scientists actually said on video. When somebody is naturally immune, like they got COVID, they probably have better like, not better, but more antibodies against the virus. That's Nick Carl, one of the scientists. So he's saying they probably have better, but then he corrects himself a little bit. He says, not better, but more, more antibodies against the virus. Does it sound like something you should hear if a Pfizer scientist is saying that, that natural immunity probably gives you more antibodies, better antibodies against the virus? And then he added this later. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than with the vaccination. So he's clarifying even further later on in the video that your antibodies are better. There are more of them. More antibodies have been built up through natural immunity than through the vaccination. Don't you think that the American people should know this? Don't you think people around the world should know this? But oh no, you're not hearing anything about it because some blue-haired 24-year-old nose-ring fact-checker at Facebook and Twitter is shutting this conversation down. They feel unsafe. It's compromised their safe space. So the snowflake is melting, so they're going to just turn down the heat by silencing everybody. They don't want to have a discussion about science. Science doesn't matter to them. Power does. They've got the ring of power, and they're not going to let it go. Here's another Pfizer scientist on the video. Chris, I think it's Croce, 
C-R-O-C-E. I may be mispronouncing that, but Chris Croce, another scientist at Pfizer, told an undercover reporter that people are, quote, probably more protected by natural immunity when compared with the vaccination. Here's his quote. You're protected most likely for longer since there was a natural response. Close quote. And then there's a third scientist. This person is Raul Kanke. K-H-A-N-D-K-E. Kanke, I guess. Raul Kanke said that employees have had to sit through many seminars where they are told that getting the company's vaccine is safer than COVID-19 and that they cannot discuss the difference in public. Then he says this, logically though, if you have antibodies built up, you should be able to prove that you have those built up. I don't know. Potentially that doesn't seem that crazy, he says. So he's advocating that we have a discussion about the fact that people like me who've had COVID-19 and therefore now have antibodies built up through natural immunity, the way God made our bodies, that that should be part of the discussion. And up until five seconds ago, in terms of scientific discussion and research, that would have been a duh moment. Of course we're going to discuss that. I've told you before that I had COVID, oh, six months or so ago. I didn't know for sure if I had had it. I just didn't feel well for a week or so. I asked my doctor if maybe I should get tested so I know whether I have natural immunity or not. He sent me in to get a test. And then he came back a day later and he said, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're a walking vaccine. I said, well, what does that mean? He says, well, your normal count should be zero to 50. Yours is 2,450. In other words, you've built up an army, a literal army of antibodies to fend off this particular virus. You're a walking vaccine. I should be selling my blood (laughs) because I have tons of immunity built up. Now, whether I'm Teflon or not, I don't know. But I do know this. Science says that natural immunity is a good thing. Science has always acknowledged that it is part of the discussion of fending off epidemics and pandemics, viruses. But Pfizer has three scientists admitting this on camera, and nobody wants to talk about it. They're telling you they've been told not to discuss it. They did. I'm sure that there's a problem here. In fact, we know there's a problem, because guess what? If you go to these three scientists and their social media accounts like Twitter, okay, all of a sudden their accounts have been taken down. That's a fact. It's part of this report, this story that I'm sharing with you. If you go try to follow these people now on Twitter or Instagram or whatnot, their accounts that existed yesterday no longer do. They've been taken down. Huh. Does that cause you to raise an eyebrow? This is what Rand Paul has been talking about all along. He's been talking about this. He's a medical doctor. He understands this conversation. He knows that something doesn't smell right here. That to ignore the importance, the scientific, verifiable, empirical evidence, the importance of natural immunity in this discussion just doesn't make any sense. And why should you force somebody to get a vaccine if they're like me. Why? 
Why? None of what I've said is COVID denying. I'm not denying the disease. I'm not denying that it's severe for some people. I'm admitting that. There's nothing in here that should cause you to say, oh, Piper, my land, you're not, you're, you're not admitting that there's some people that are getting really sick from this. No, I know they are. I know they're getting sick from this. The point is, if you have been sick from it and you now have antibodies, include that in the discussion. And when scientists are out there saying that, who work for Pfizer? We should listen to them and not silence them, not censor them, not take their social media platforms down, not punish them. When a whistleblower wants to blow the whistle and the company penalizes that person when they're caught, or the government, even worse, you should take note. If you remember, I wrote an article a couple weeks ago. It was titled, The Power of Natural Immunity Versus the COVID-19 Vaccines. I cited an article from the Brownstone Institute titled, The World Health Organization Oversold the Vaccine and Deprecated Natural Immunity. I went through an article written by Jeffrey A. Tucker for the Brownstone Institute. And this article does nothing other than talk about natural immunity and talk about the fact that vaccines and natural exposure have been regarded as partners in disease mitigation for all of the the history of medical science up until just yesterday. But for some strange reason, Jeffrey A. Tucker points this out, for some strange reason, the CDC and the World Health Organization the National um, Institute of Health and Big Pharma have all coalesced around this strange message that we can't talk about natural immunity any longer. They don't want it discussed. Why? Well, Tucker goes through in his article and he cites studies. In fact, he says one, the most extensive study done comparing COVID-19 vaccines to natural infection demonstrate that natural immunity is more powerful in preventing infection than any regimen of vaccines. He points that out in his article, and he provides the scientific evidence therein. He talks about this over and over again, citing study after study, after study. And you know what happened to my article? You know, if you've been listening to the show, the article where I cited this particular story out of the Brownstone Institute by Jeffrey Tucker, the article was shadow banned. It started going viral. It started trending nationally. And then all of a sudden, some blue-haired, nose-ring, 24-year-old fact-checker at Facebook or Google or Twitter or wherever these people are, decided that it was dangerous and it should be taken down because it violated their community standards. It would make people unsafe. A week or so before that, I wrote an article on the scientific case against masks. I quoted Arnold Schwarzenegger where he said, screw your freedom, wear your mask. And I suggested that is an incredibly stupid thing for anybody to say. Screw your freedom. And I went into citing Allie Stuckey's work. Allie Stuckey, follow her. She's excellent. Where she compiled all the data, not all, but a lot of the data on the research that's been done worldwide on the efficacy of masks. I talked about Sweden 
They've never had mask mandates. And their COVID survival rate and infection rates are really quite good, thank you. So they're walking around without masks, without them being mandated. So why aren't they all dying? She cited Israel and, re and the fact that they've had study after study that demonstrates demonstrates that masks are not all that affected, effective. I cited the Oxford University study at the Center for Evidence-Based Medicine as far back to 2010, where they said masks present no significant effect of in, in interrupting the spread of an influenza virus in the general population or within the ranks of healthcare workers. I cited Norway's Institute for Public Health study where they said masks are ineffective and they have minimal, minimal impact on the infection rates in the general population. I cited the New England Journal of Medicine, which said as recently as 2020 that we know that wearing masks outside healthcare facilities offers little, if any, protection from infection. That's our own New England Journal of Medicine. And then they went on and said, in many cases, the desire for widespread masking is a reflective reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. In other words, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel better to wear a mask, but it's really not doing any good. That's what the New England Journal of Medicine said in May of 2020. Japan concluded that face Mask use has not been demonstrated to provide benefit in terms of getting colds and that a larger study is needed to establish non-inferiority of no mask use. Close quote. I, I stated that, or cited, excuse me, I cited the 2010 study at Cambridge University that found there is little evidence to support the effectiveness of face masks to reduce the risk of infection. And then back to Oxford, another center at Oxford, the Clinical Infectious Disease Center found that there's no evidence that cloth masks provide protection from the transmission of pathogens when used repeatedly without adequate sterilization. In other words, wearing these masks that are getting dirty all day long while you breathe into them is not doing you any good. In fact, it might be harming you because you've got all that crap that you're breathing in now. A Danish study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine in 2020 found that no statistically significant effect on high-quality medical face masks against SARS-CoV-2 infection in a community setting, close quote. Rand Paul had it right then, and he's got it right now. He has said, no one should follow these anti-science mask mandates. No more, said Rand Paul. We will not allow the government to do more harm to our children who are not statistically at any more risk from COVID-19 than they are from the seasonal flu. That's a statistical fact. Rand Paul is right. We are at the moment of truth and a crossroads, he says. Will we allow these people, these 24-year-old blue-haired nose-ring fact-checkers, to use fear and propaganda to do further harm to our society, economy, and our children? Or will we stand together and say, absolutely not? Not this time. I choose freedom. Close quote. That's Rand Paul. So call me crazy, but I think I'll stand with a legitimate scientist, Rand Paul, a medical doctor, a guy with a medical degree who has an education, some classes, some coursework, 
in viruses and natural immunity, I'll stand with him rather than the 24-year-old blue-haired nose ring fact-checker at Facebook. I'll stand with freedom rather than some... I don't know what Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I mean, he should know better. He came out of a Soviet country, and now he's basically telling all of us to just screw our freedom? If that isn't a rhino, I don't know what is. I'm going to remind you of a quote I cited a couple weeks ago. It's from a guy that uh, isn't, you're not going to recognize his name, but it's a very important quote. I believe he was a pastor. John Philpot Curran. C-U-R-R-A-N. John Philpot, excuse me, John Philpot Curran. Here's his quote. The condition, excuse me, the condition upon which God hath given liberty to man is eternal vigilance. One more time. The condition upon which God hath given liberty to man is eternal vigilance. Which condition, if he breaks, servitude is at once the consequence of his crime and the punishment of his guilt. One more time. Listen to this quote. The condition upon which God hath given liberty to man, to you and to me, is our eternal vigilance. Which condition, if you or I break, servitude is at once the consequence of our crime, and it will be the punishment of our guilt. Close quote. John Philpott Coran. So here's the point in today's show. Do you want to have a discussion about facts or not? So progressives out there, those of you who don't even want to call yourselves progressives, but you bought this narrative that the government says jump, so you're going to jump. They say get a vaccine, so you're going to get a vaccine. They say wear a mask, so you're going to wear a mask. They say don't visit grandma, so you won't visit grandma. They say don't go to church, so you're not going to go to church. They say that you have to have a proof of vaccination or you can't even go shopping. They are actually talking about a national register of those that have been vaccinated and those who haven't. They're talking about some sort of ID, maybe even chipping you, a digital ID to demonstrate that you're not a leper, that you're not contagious, that you're not going to kill people with you, the diseases that you carry. Do you think you ought to start raising your hand and asking a couple questions, especially when three scientists from Pfizer just said on an undercover video that your natural immunity, if you have it like I have it, is better, better than anything that the Pfizer Corporation has produced, that your natural immunity should be celebrated. The media should be telling you, relax, go live your life. You, of all people, should be out there working hard, making a living, contributing to the economy, and defending freedom. That's what our government should be saying. But no, they're hiding it all. And I think you ought to be asking yourself, why? Why would they not want to have this conversation? Why are they shadow banning Piper for saying what he just said? Why are they mocking Rand Paul? Why are they taking the social media accounts of three scientists that work at Pfizer down after they said something they weren't supposed to say to an undercover reporter. And where's the media in all of this? Why aren't they doing their job? Good questions. At least I think they are. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.